Hey there, I'm your host, Dylan. And I'm his wife, Justine. And together, let's make a baby. Let's do it. Okay. Welcome to the next episode of Let's Make a Baby. Hey, babe. Hey. How are you? Oh, I am just so damn tired. You know? I'm sorry. Well, it's I, just... I mean, I feel you. Yeah, you, you know what's going on. Yeah. You know what's funny? We record these ahead a little bit, so mm-hmm. technically this is... We're 32 weeks now. Mm-hmm. I hope we I hope we don't have babies. We won't. I don't think so either. I think we're going to make it to at least 34. We're shooting for 36. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. If not... Follow us on Instagram. So. Yeah, but you know, if, if we haven't made it, uh, just know that we're probably freaking out. But uh, I've got a good feeling that we're going to make it just fine. Um, it's a new day. It's a new podcast, mini topic. We did great last time, I think. You know, it was a quick thing, and that's how it was supposed to be. I, I think that people, we ramble more than people probably like. So we got a little distracted last time. Well, we just to- in, you know, podcast previous. To la- even last oh, time sure. was pretty good, but sure. we do ramble sometimes, so we're just going to dive right in. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Hit me with it. Today's topic, mini topic, is seven ways to help your partner prepare for parenthood. And to put this into context, this is seven ways that you, Justine, can help me oh. for parenthood. Because we've talked about this in the past. You have the babies growing in you. You get to talk to them, you get to rub your belly, you get to feel them kick, you get to eat whatever you want and give them a tasty little, you know, little taste. Uh, the guys don't get to feel jack shit. They, they okay. just, they're just like finishing projects around the Not house. Not true. I what? let you feel them all the time. It's true. And, but those things, you know, these experiences pale in comparison to true. what you get to, right. to feel and all these different things, whether that be for good or bad. But these are seven ways. That you can help the husband. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, let me read a little little heading here. Okay. Becoming a parent is a huge thing, and it will undoubtedly change your partner's life forever. You know all those little worries and insecurities that will keep you awake at night. Well, they're probably feeling the same way. We're just as worried as, as the ladies are. So here are seven ways to help your partner prepare for parenthood. Number one, communicate. That's a big one. Yeah. Talk and listen. Tell them your expectations and how they can help you out during pregnancy and motherhood. Take the time to listen to your partner's concerns and anxieties. Offer support and guidance where necessary and be understanding towards their feelings. You know, we've talked about this. Emotionally, it is a lot for a dude because we're going from kind of a self-centered life uh, previous to being, you know, in a relationship with your partner who's having a baby. To all of a sudden having a partner and having to kind of be less selfish. Mm-hmm. And then when the babies come, like, any selfish tendencies should rightfully be gone. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So what are some ways that, um, you know, as far as communication-wise, how can I be better? How can I be better to help you through this? You know, communicate with me. I don't know that it's necessarily anything that you can do better. It sounds like they're asking me to communicate with you better. Yeah. I think a lot of times as women, we have this, um, you, you know, everybody talks about this as women, we would prefer that you could just read my mind. No, It would be a lot easier. 
right? If you could. And sometimes we're not always good at asking for what we need. Mm -hmm. And like I mentioned last week, we want to be tough. We want to be the superwoman. We want to do it all. We don't want to ask you to do much because you did just work for eight hours. You yeah, know, it's true. Um, and so I think actually that falls in my lap of communicating what I need better for you, because how the heck are you supposed to help me and help me feel valued as your baby's mom and supported and allow you the opportunity to be the active father that you want to be the present father that you want to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, if I don't ask for help. Right. Yeah. And so I think we've had a few of those conversations, um, you know, really until we get a good routine down, I think we're both going to do nighttime things together yeah, just to figure it out. Amen. Um, and then once I, you know, maybe I get into a groove and I'm like, no, I can handle a feeding on my own. Like you just keep sleeping, you yeah. know, but that could take a few weeks. So we've talked about that. Um, I've, you know, we've kind of talked about how you can help me when I'm trying to figure out breastfeeding, you know, even if it's just sitting by me yeah. in case I need something or I need help adjusting one of them. Cause we have two. Yeah. So I'm going to be hands full. You sure are. Um, we've talked about, we've communicated like how I'd kind of like their schedule to be, yeah. you know, bedtime, bath time, things like that. And so and, I, and where are you going to bathe them? In my brand new farmhouse sink that you uh, put in for right. me. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. We're excited about that. It's big and big and white and beautiful and it'll be really sweet. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of, I think that's on me. It is. And that's okay. That's good for me to, to rec, to recognize that there may be times where you just need to be told what I need. Well, know? not only that, I mean, that there's one thing to have like the physical help with the babies, but it's also important that you, um, you know, express, uh, allow us to check in on us emotionally, mm -hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because again, you know, this is a stressful thing. I've had like mini meltdowns at work and, and not to the point where like I'm having like a panic attack. But I have def definitely had moments where I'm like, oh gosh, like, oh no, oh boy, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're going to have twins. And sometimes the reality of that hits totally, uh, harder than other times. And so I think it's important that the ladies, you know, and it goes back and forth, obviously, but take time to check in emotionally. And I try mm -hmm. to do that with you as well, where I'm just like, yeah. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. You know, talk to me. And sometimes I'll call your bluff. Like <laughs> I can tell something's wrong. Yeah. Like what's, what's going on here? Whether you are or not yeah. going through something. Yeah. That's a good one too. And I think that'll be especially important postpartum when sure. hormones yeah. are crazy and, mm -hmm. and things like that. You know, I've, I have to be willing to say, Hey, I need a break. Mm -hmm. I need 10 yeah. or 15 minutes by myself. Or can I please go take a half an hour shower or something like that? You know, and then same for you, you know, if you've had a really long day at work or something like that, you know, Tell me that so that I don't expect you to come home and immediately jump right in. Maybe you need a half an hour to decompress when you get home. And I, I need my decompression so, time. That's for sure. Yeah. So mm. it's, we're entering uncharted territory and I think we just have to recognize that it's uncharted for both of us. And, yeah. you know, all the boys need are happy, loving parents. That's true. And yeah. so we've got to focus on making sure that we are that for them. Yeah. And also, you know, like I was saying, the time now is to be bigger than ourselves in, in every way possible and understand that we're going to have to push ourselves beyond what we've ever thought. And we don't even understand what that means right now until mm -hmm. they get here, you know, but we just have to recognize that when we're at our limit, even if we're at our limit, it doesn't mean that there's not a job to be done. So we really just need to keep going. That's all we can do. Yeah. Before, before you know it, they're going to be 18. 
Isn't that weird? That is weird. That's a whole different topic. Let's let's yeah. not even go there. Okay. Anything else you want to say about that? I would just say we're a team. I think yeah. you got to remember, you know, and teammates support each other and build each other up. And so that's where communication comes into play. I can't read your mind. You can't read mine. It's weird. So, and sometimes you can. Sometimes you can pick up on cues. You can pick up on body language. We did both think about having steak uh, for dinner at that the same weird. time. weird. Yeah. yeah. Through yeah. text message. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Step two, or, you know, number two. Help your partner to help you. During pregnancy and the first few weeks of parenthood, your partner will be tasked with looking after you while you take care of the baby. Make sure they know this and let them know how you want them to help. That's important. Yeah. Cooking meals, tidying up laundry, and acting as a gatekeeper for unwanted guests are all important roles that your partner can take on to help you out during this time. And again, that's, uh, you know, th- these are all kind of ways that the dude can feel like he's doing something. Yeah. And that's important. Um, we've talked about this when we talked about, um, seven questions to ask yourselves. And we talked about, uh, having setting boundaries. With oh people. yeah. Okay. And so I think that that was one of the big things that we had talked about was, you know what? I, I need to learn how to do this. And so it's important that, and I understand that I don't know anything about babies, so it's important that you show me and teach me how to do that opposed to just give me the baby, mm-hmm. you know, and in our case, we're going to have to do it because there's two of them, <laughs> right? but it is important, I think, to, to help me learn how to be, to do these things. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been around babies a lot more than I have. So, yeah. you know, help me be a, a parent opposed to just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where some patience comes into play. Um, yeah. I've obviously never been a mom before, but I have been around a, a lot of babies. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then I think too, you know, while I'm recovering physically, it's just harder yeah. in general too. So that's kind of saying, it's kind of goes back to the communication of, you know, what do you need? Yeah. How can you make my life easier? How can I make your life easier? How can we, yeah, it's uh, kind of a yeah. a wild deal. Well, and you know, we, we touched on this briefly that there's there's a job to be done beyond the baby, even so. There's still things around the house that need mm-hmm. to be done, and so communication. It kind of go back. It goes back to number one: is communicate what needs to happen by helping you do these things. I'm helping you with the baby, totally. even though you're not directly, you know, wiping his butt cheeks. Yeah, and you'll feel like you're contributing and you're helping, you yeah. know? Because I, I can imagine it's tough, like, especially if breastfeeding goes very well for us, there's not a lot you can do to help me with that. It's true. You know, I only I can feed. I'm sure you can change them. You can burp them. You can... Yeah. All those things. And that's important. Well, at that point, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'd rather do the dishes and listen to baby screaming so you can you can have them latch onto your teeth for a while while, while I do dishes <laughs> and mop the floor or something. Okay. Number three. Okay. Bump bonding. You spend every single second of the pregnancy with your developing baby. You feel the kicks, the hiccups. <laughs> I'm not sure I was moving for like a movie trailer. Yeah, okay. yeah. And notice when the baby's sleeping. While your partner may feel lucky to have avoided the backache, swollen ankles, and the hormone. I'm just going to read regular if that's okay. You do whatever you need right. to do. You feel the kicks, the hiccups, and notice when the baby's sleeping. While your partner may feel lucky to have avoided the backache, swollen cankles, and the hormonal roller coaster of pregnancy, they're also probably a little jealous. Without even trying, you're already starting to bond with your baby. And we've done pretty good at that, I think. Um, I, I like feeling the boys. It's fun. In mm-hmm. fact, last night, 
we felt Lincoln a lot. He's on the right. He's baby A on the right side. Mm-hmm. He's always punching and rolling and smacking. I would say 95% of the time we feel him. Mm-hmm. But last night it was kind of cool because you were conked out and I was, had my hand on your left side. And I swear, me and Walker were straight up chilling. I was <laughs> pushing, so he was pushing back. Yeah. You know, we, we were just kind of hanging out. It was so yeah. cool, uh, to bond with him that way and spend, even though I know the boys like can't tell the difference, but for me, emotionally, it was big because you know, I could yeah. f- spend that time with them and talk to them. And again, my limited interaction with them up yeah. to this point, it's important though to have that. Well, and they like to stop moving when you. It's weird. Put your hand on their belly. It's true. Super weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. So unless, so Walker, for whatever reason, is actually facing Lincoln. So I think yeah. Lincoln takes a beating all day long. I wonder if it was his elbow or something that was Maybe. kind of punching yeah, or his him aside. Heel or yeah. It's knows? weird though, because you were sleeping and he was just like going to town. In fact, I commented a few times. I was like, do you feel that? And you were like, <laughs> sounds like I'm guessing you probably don't, <laughs> probably don't feel that. I've been lucky so far. I can pretty most of the time sleep through um, those active periods because they have their days and nights mixed up. They do, yeah. And so they're most active in the evening and throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can usually fall back asleep. You sure? You certainly can. That's good. Absolutely. Because I wake up a lot. But that is big, though, I think, you know, as far as... That's as physical as you can get with your babies for the time being. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's to spend time with that bump. And it does... I would guess more for the guys, um, you know, uh, mental well-being or emotional well-being than it does for the baby. Well, and I, you've expressed concern. You're like, I don't even know these babies. Like, yeah. they're going to come out of you, and I'm going to be like, hey, you know. That's a topic we can quickly, um, t- you know, touch on. Uh, we have no idea. The mullet really threw me for a loop when we found yeah. out about that. Watch it not even be that long. I know. Watch. It's just like, what if it's like back hairs? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I had this idea of what the boys are going to come out looking like, and they're going to be spitting images of myself, just little studly dapper dudes. I've got a feeling when they come out, they're going to look nothing like that, and my whole world is going to be... Well, and all babies don't really look like themselves in those first few days. It takes some time to kind of adjust to the outside world, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And then over time, as they plump up and stuff, especially if we had them premature, they're so tiny, they... Yeah. You can tell the basics of how they look. Sure, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I agree. We This is a whole new genetic uh, gene pool here. Ooh, so That's a scary thing. All I know is my family's genes are typically pretty strong. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Let me tell you one thing. Yeah. I understand the Liebel genes are pretty strong. Mm-hmm. There's one gene pool stronger I than know. the Liebel's. It's the Linnestruth schnoz. It's the Linnestruth schnoz <laughs> and lack of ability to grow a beard. So I just hope your height is that strong. Yeah, me too. I really do. We don't need a bunch of hobbits running around the house. I know, for real. Um, I'd like to quickly make a a prediction. Please. That Lincoln is going to come out looking like me. Okay. And Walker's coming out like a Liebel. Okay. I just, you know, it's kind of weird though. Hmm. I feel like I'm going to have a weird, like connection with Walker. I mean, obviously I'm going to connect with both the boys, but I feel like initially me and walkie talkie, (laughs) are going to be like this. Yeah. Well, I think you've come a long ways from when you mentioned that. Yeah. It's been a few months since you've said that. 
And yeah. the more that we can feel them kick and the more active that they are and the more we're seeing them and they're active on ultrasound. Like, yeah, that was weird. They're like real life humans in there that move around and move their head and suck their thumbs. And it's wild to see that. Sure. Yeah. So even just them becoming more real, mm-hmm. I think you're connecting more than you think you are. Well, and as you know, at, when we started the IVF journey, it was like, okay, we're going to have a baby. But as time goes by and I can wrap my mind around the fact that we have two boys coming, mm-hmm. the longer that goes on, I think that that bond also, or the idea kind of ingrains itself more. Yeah. Do you feel that jealousy that it talks about in that? Uh, not to like any extent that would really like be concerning. Mm-hmm. I do think like, oh, and I mentioned to you like, oh, it's, it's cool that you get to feel all these things. I don't know if it's like a jealousy more as like, oh, that's. Yeah. I want to spend all day with the boys too. Sure. You know, yeah. but it's not like, oh, no. <laughs> Woe is me. Yeah. No, that's good. Okay. Number four. This is one of the big ones I like. Okay. Preparing the nest. Oh, you've been so good about this. <clears throat> I have. You know, I don't want to say I'm a, I'm a project, you know, stud. Yeah. But let's say I'm. But just say uh, it. I've killed it. Okay. I've been a stud when it comes to preparing the nest. Yeah. Our nest went from like a few twigs to Saddam Hussein's palace. Why would you? I don't know. I wonder about you. I know. So I, Love I, listen, I listen to a lot of like war podcasts. Yeah, what the heck? Anyways, let's get back on track here. Okay. Our house, we've done a lot of renovations, and it's been so cool to finally wrap up a lot of them with the mentality that the boys are going to be here soon. I'm not going to have time to do that. Nor do I want you like hammering or drilling right. or sawing While babies anything. are sleeping. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so that's a big way that I've been able to kind of connect in a weird way uh, with the boys is just like, this is something I can do. I can't help with your sore back other than give you back rubs. I can't help that, you know, your feet hurt or that you're emotionally unstable. <laughs> I can't help with all these things, but what I can ice do, cream helps. Ice cream. You can bring ice cream. Yeah, that's true. But what I can do is prepare the nursery. I can put the crib together. I can find a love seat on marketplace for 60 bucks and carry that in. Mm-hmm. I can do all these things. And you've pretty much done the whole nursery by yourself. I've I mean, I helped house. you design it. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But in specific to the nursery, you've literally, like, I haven't lifted a finger in there. It's true. Well, and that's something that means a lot to me because, I mean, you know, and I've told you from day one not to get mushy, but like... My intent with this house, all the renovations I've done is so that you can look around and the boys can look around and everywhere I've done something. So it just, it's just, it's a, it truly is a labor of love. Yeah. And I want to make sure you guys see that all the time. And you know, the other day, um, I had asked you to post something on Facebook marketplace that says like, oh yeah, my husband builds tables and chairs and blah, blah, blah. And it was so cute to see the post where you were like, you know, tables, chairs, barn doors, my husband can do it all. <laughs> it was just so cute knowing that you believe in that and that yeah. you've allowed, you know, you've believed in me to do all these things. Cause I didn't know what I was doing for half the projects and that's why I've done them twice, but hopefully the end result has turned into a pretty good thing, including the nursery. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. I'm super proud of you and our house is beautiful and it's perfectly safe and ready for two little dudes to start. It sure is. Growing up here. Yeah. Well, and it's just, uh, you know, for me, uh, like I said, some in, guys are going to feel uh, that pride, however it fits for them. For me, doing projects is just that. And that's definitely been a way I felt like I, I can contribute mm-hmm. is by building a beautiful little nursery or building shelves or board and batten or paint or light fit, whatever it may be. Sure. And so that's been really special for me to do that. 
Well, we appreciate it. Yeah, it's I really do. beautiful in here. Yeah. It's pretty cute. Okay. Number five, birth bonding. Birth bonding? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Uh, it's not just moms and babies who benefit from skin to skin. It has been shown to help both partners bond with their newborns. Make sure your partner is topless for that first cuddle. Oh, ho, ho, ho. don't have to tell me baby, twice. Uh, with the new baby and encourage them to spend a bit of time each day enjoying skin to skin contact. Yep. I am really excited for that. Sure. Yeah. I don't know why. Just the idea of you having two little baby boys on your chest. Cause they're going to be small enough. Even if they come at 36 weeks that they'll both fit on your chest. Yeah. Um, melts my heart. And so, and yeah, it is, it's really important for them to feel you and to feel your warmth. And it does a lot for them neurologically. It does a lot for their temperature regulation. Is there like a, like I'm, I'm a dude. I don't know. Is, is there like a pheromone, <laughs> like an animal that pheromone? Skin that skin to skin creates a bond. It allows them to smell you and say, Oh, this is my, this is the person that's going to take care of me. Mm, interesting. Um, so and it then kind of it helps like with their temperature regulation. Mm-hmm. It helps just kind of further their development. And that's why a lot of times, like when a, a woman just has a normal vaginal birth, mm-hmm. a lot of times they immediately put the baby on her chest. Yeah, I get and that. And then, yeah. So it's, I'll do that. You'll do that. It's, it's a pretty neat Isn't it like a, what an, is like a skunk or something that like the first, is it cats? The first thing they open their eyes, they like squirrels maybe? The first thing they open their eyes, the first like being they see, they bond with and create a, like a link, like avatar. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, well, that makes sense. And, and I'm all for having, I, I love having a shirt off to be honest with you. Yeah. If it's warm outside. Sure. Um, but I'm not taking pictures with a shirt off. It's not happening. We've talked about this in depth. I'm, I'm making it known to the world. It's not happening. We'll see. You know, here's the thing. If you want to have them personal on your phone or something, totally fine. I'm not putting my, my giant nipples on okay. the internet for everyone to see. Okay? Focus on the bonding. Okay. Please. Sure. Um, any yeah. other comments? Um, no, I just remember when my sister had her babies in the NICU, that was like a focus yeah. of doing skin to skin. Makes total so, sense though. Yeah. Well, it's probably just cute to feel a little, little warmth on your chest. Well, it's very comforting for them. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We're going to say something? Nope. Okay. Number six, baby care. Not as big as this one, on this one. <laughs> Get your partner involved in baby care from the very beginning. If you're breastfeeding, your partner won't be able to feed the baby, but they can play an active role in your breastfeeding, uh, breastfeeding journey by supporting you. Changing nappies, getting the baby dressed, and carrying the baby in a sling are all things your partner can do straight after the birth. Pretty yeah. self-explanatory. Yeah, and we've kind of touched on that. A little bit, just especially with two. with two, yeah. With two, I'm going to need an extra set of hands till I really figure out how to do it on my own. Yeah. And, um, well, that's a big, you know, for me, that's a big part of the learning experience is getting my hands in there, mm-hmm. wiping some, some baby butt, changing diapers, changing diapers, which I'm just burping up. I need to swing by home depot cleaning and them get up, a, changing uh, their onesies. a respirator because I'm going to need one. Yeah. Um, and just, just getting, kind of getting your hands dirty, mm-hmm. literally, probably. Which yeah. is gross. Yeah. And that is where that little bit of patience for me, just teaching you, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Number seven, reassurance and confidence. The first few weeks as a parent can be terrifying and you may feel worried that you're doing everything wrong. Rest assured that your partner feels the same way. It's true. Uh, they, they're just as nervous as you, though they may not always act it. Reassure your partner that they're doing a good job. And help to build their confidence in this new role. I'm going to need that. Tell you what. Yeah. That's scary. I've always been one uh, who appreciates a pat on the back 
uh, thank you, you know, in jobs and things like that. I like to hear like, Hey, by the way, you're doing a great, you're job. not getting fired. You're doing a good job. Just, mm-hmm. you know, little things like that, because this is a land of the unknown mm-hmm. and I don't know how to be a dad. I don't know how to take care of babies. I'm going to need a little reassurance. I can do that. Yeah. It's good to know. Absolutely. I know. Yeah. Everybody needs a little pat on the bum and an attaboy every once in a while. That's right. Yeah. And especially, I mean, with babies, sometimes we could be doing everything right and they still won't stop crying. Yeah. You know? And so we can reassure each other, like, we've done everything we can. We're not doing anything wrong. You know, we'll just got to get through it, you know? So. Uh, P.S. Speaking of babies and doing things wrong, um, I read a statistic and I don't know if it was just B.S., but babies cry at the same kilohertz as a chainsaw. Hmm. Yeah. That scares me. So I'm, I, I think I literally am going to invest in a nice pair of earplugs. Oh, good. Uh, just to just cut that down. Sure. Just, you know, knock it down to a bearable level. But I also have a hard time with babies crying because it makes me sad and I just want to fix it. And I don't know if I can. Ugh. Makes so, you sad or it annoys you? It makes me sad because I feel like this little dude's relying on me for everything and I, I can't make him happy. Yeah. So I'm failing as a father. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how to respond cause you haven't had that experience yet. I know. But if I think about like a, an animal that's been hurt and I can't fix it, oh. or if I see, you know, other babies crying, I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I want to be able to fix things. Totally. I can fix things with my hands usually. Uh, yeah. And babies, sometimes you can't do that. Yeah. But we'll just have to learn our babies, and it's going to take time. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh, well. That's, it's going to be great. I can already... You're going to have to be patient with yourself, too. Yeah, it's true. That's true. And I need to realize that, you know, sometimes babies are just going to cry. It's nothing I've done. Mm-hmm. Nothing I've done wrong. I can't always fix it. Yeah. But I can love them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to have to be patient with yourself, for sure. Okay. That is uh, another mini podcast topic. All about uh, seven ways to help your partner prepare for parenthood. And uh, we love you guys. Hope everyone's journey is going well. Please send us messages. We love hearing them. And uh, we hang will talk there. to you guys. Yeah, hang in there. And um, happy spring. Happy spring. It is. I hope it's getting warmer and more gorgeous where you live. Happy the Easter. Is here. Because Easter will be uh, a week from this podcast, hypothetically. Okay. Well, guys, we love you, uh, and we'll see you next time on Let's Make a Baby. See ya. See ya.